Hello, everyone, and welcome to the March edition of the Virginia Headwaters Council's Tributary. Um, I am joined, like always, by our assistant scout executive, Sue Hart. Hello, Sue. Hey. Yeah. Um, I am kicking us off. It's going to be a little bit of a long one, so I'm going to keep us moving today. Um, but we have a lot of information to go over, which is good. The On the first page of the tributary, we always have all of our information so don't forget you can reach out to any of us uh any of our staff here in the office um but also accompanying that is the flyer for the virginia headwaters 2021 honors which will be taking place march 18th um which is coming up soon on a friday month at 6 30 this month yeah actually yeah 16 7 uh 15 days um that'll be at the moose family center which is just down the road from our address, it's, um, so please try to attend that. Um, it is in Waynesboro, and there will be plenty of parking. Uh, what we'll be honoring there will be the 2021 Class of Eagle Scouts. There's always a fun um, incentive to come if you are a 2021 Eagle Scout from our council. The Silver, Bear, uh, Silver Beaver recipients, which are Jason Hattersley and Brian Walton, will also be there, and we'll be honoring them. The NISA, the National Eagle Scout Association's Outstanding Eagle Scout, will be uh, will be awarded. The Outstanding Eagle Scout Project, as well uh, as the scholarship, will be presented that night to one of our Eagle Scouts. So please try to attend that. Registration will be closing soon. You can register for that on our website, uh, vhacbsa.org. Gosh, and to kind of uh, go in a little bit more on that on the next page, which is uh, page two on the tributary, uh, you know, registration online only, or you can contact the council office. So, and registration deadline is March 14th, 2022. No walk-ins and masks will be required. Uh, and then we have a note from our council president. I really enjoy reading uh, his messages. So this is from Steve Hammond. The weather keeps teasing us with warm weather and then rushes our excitement with cold rain. But better days are just ahead and our Cubs and Scouts will be ready to embrace the outdoors. Preparations for summer camp at Camp Shenandoah are ongoing and we are looking forward to a great summer. We are justifiably proud of our camp and the fantastic staff we have year after year. I hope you are all making plans to come to Camp Shenandoah for the summer camp experience. I realize that visiting camps and other councils provide new adventures and a new setting, but this year consider making an exception. We need everyone to pitch in and make this a banner year for camp. Your council needs you. Let me say this as clearly as I can. This year, we need all our units to come to Camp Shenandoah. This year is nothing short of a year that will determine if scouting in our area has a future, enough said. On March 18th, we will have our annual council honor ceremony. This is one of the most enjoyable events of the year. Please go to the council website and sign up for the evening uh, as we recognize the best of scouting in our council. The food and the company are the best. We will be recognizing and celebrating our 78 Eagle Scouts of 2021. We will present a $1,000 scholarship to the Eagles Project of the Year. We will recognize two scouters with the prestigious Silver Beaver Awards. Also, we will present two outstanding Eagle Scout Awards to Eagle Scouts that as adults have made significant con contributions to scouting and the community. I can promise an amazing night of confirmation of the value of the ideals of scouting. Please join us. Thank you all for, for 
for that you do for scouting. Keep the faith. We are meeting the challenges and moving forward while continuing to present our youth with the best youth program in the world. Uh, Steve Hammond, council president. And then on to our council commissioner's message. So many ideas, so few people, he starts off with. After 30 years of serving our youth, Moose Campery is no more. And this is a very sad day for anyone who ever journeyed to Covington and spent the weekend listening to the rain, the river, and lots of singing. Remember, huddling during uh, inside during the storm. All right, which one? Everyone who attended Moose had been changed for the better. Thank you, Cindy, Miss Moose, and the hundreds of adults who made it happen. Every end is a beginning, so let it be with Moose. We owe it to our youth and they deserve it. We need to use this opportunity to up our game. I challenge everyone to gather together a new group of adults and step up. Be the next Moose. We have a camp that could be used all year long. We just don't have enough new adults helping out. Yes, we have the same ones who are always here, but they are tired and need help. If you are a Scoutmaster committee chair, insist the parents of your youth members to take an active role. Ask not what scouting has done for you, but what you can do for scouting. There will be no more ears for the excuses to be heard by if we don't act and build the program back to what it was years ago. We have the facilities, we have the ideas, we have so few people. I promise you hard work and frustration, your reward will be a life to remember and to take pride in knowing you made it better for a young person who would not have had the chance if you stayed in the sideline. Joe Rising, Joe Risinger, Council Commissioner. And then there's a quote at the bottom that says, the real way to gain happiness is to give it to others. Lord Robert Baden-Powell. Thank you, Sue. Um, on the third page here, it starts off with scouts and scouters. Hello and happy pre-spring wishes. We have been hitting high gear here since the first of the year. As a council, we need to focus on four key areas to ensure our sustainability. Recruiting volunteers is key, unit and district positions. Your individual part is recruiting uh, 600 youth into our council in the unit and district, uh, sorry, in 2022. And unit and district and council fine, uh, fundraising programs have, and having 80% of our Cubs and Scouts attending our summer camps. These four tenants are going to be critical in securing the, the critical footing to rebuild our Virginia Headwaters Council back from COVID and the national bankruptcy. We have so many great volunteers and kids, but we need more. Please be hyper aware of the asks that will be placed in front of you over the next few weeks. We all we need we need all of you on our team, and I could not be prouder to work alongside each of you to reach these goals. Thank you and bless our scouting families, board members, and staff. That is from our scout executive Jim Taglia. We continue on here with a welcome to two new executive board members. Um, the first one here is, I'm just going to enlarge it because I'm getting old and I can't see that font. Um, Mark Malfoncone, uh, the Vice President of Advancement. Mark began his scouting career as a Tiger Scout in Gloucester, VA. Um, he worked through the Cub Scout program there and eventually went on to Troop 113 in Gloucester, enjoying backpacking and canoeing trips, eventually finishing as a Life Scout. Troop 113 fell in love with Camp Shenandoah and traveled there for summer camp despite the three-hour drive, making it their annual summer home. After high school, Marcus studied electrical and computing, computer engineering at the University of Virginia, going from graduate work there to career in rail, transit, and safety system safety, first as a UVA 
researcher, then a that that I don't want to mess that word up, but um, it's at a memorial institute where he works today. I don't want to mess that word up. Um, when his son Connor was old enough to start his own scouting journey, Mark took his son to join Pack 138 in Palmyra, Virginia. Moved on to Troop 154, Mark stayed as a Cub Master as his youngest daughter Emma, who was able to start the Cub and start Cub Scouts. Eventually, older daughter Allison joined Scouts BSA, starting with Troop 1138 and moving to on to Troop 1154, which was linked to Connor's troop and made weekends a lot simpler. Eventually, Emma also joined Troop 1154, where Mark serves as Scoutmaster today. Mark firmly believes that the values and skills taught in scouting are key to creating our future leaders, and every child can benefit from what scouting has to offer. That is our new Vice President of Advancement. I have to say yep. that Mark's daughter, Allison, was our first Eagle Scout in our council. Correct. Um, which I'm glad that, that that whole family is a, is a very good scouting family. We're glad to have them here with us. Um, moving on to our new risk management chairperson, Ray Collins. Ray has lived in Virginia since 1994 in the Waynesboro, and in Waynesboro since 2009. He has three children, and the youngest, who is now 18, earned his eagle three years ago. Ray has been involved with scouting for over 12 years and has served as an assistant scoutmaster, charter organization rep, and scoutmaster with Troop 84 in Stewart Strath, Virginia. Professionally, Ray has worked in the insurance industry for over 25 years, working for GEICO for over 15 and currently with State Farm for 10 and a half years. He has sold and serviced insurance policies for personal auto, commercial auto, homeowner specialty policies, and more. Ray has been licensed as an insurer producer and as a claims adjuster. Having sold and serviced, uh, served the in, uh, insurance policies as well as handling claims, he has represented the opportunity to speak with people from every state and with people that have lived on the entire, um, on every continent and more than 80 countries. The experiences in the industry have given Ray many opportunities to learn from and about others throughout our country and the rest of the world. Ray's experiences with scouting have given him many opportunities to learn from many wonderful people. Ray is looking forward to the experiences and opportunities that will come with working with the Risk Management Committee, which he is now the chairperson of. Fantastic. Well, going on to page four, this is all about Friends of Scouting and if you don't know yet, um, our theme for this year for Friends of Scouting is Rise to the Challenge. And this is an effort to encourage and push each other to do more than in years past. Uh, continuing for 2022 is our ability to text to give. You can try it now by texting RISE2020 to number 844-615-4269. And then anyone who participates with a gift of $1,000 or more by April 1st, 2022 will be given a council vest. Please be sure that your unit is scheduled for a Friends of Scouting presentation by contacting me, Sue Hart, at susan.hart at scouting.org. Or you can um, more directly go and counsel your district chair or your district uh, professional. On to the events, uh, the special events occurring this year. Uh, that help support our council and all of our local scouts. Uh, we have breaking clays for scouts. 
Uh, it is a competitive clay shoot with food, drinks, and fun in the heart of the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's going to be May 6, 2022 at Shenandoah Gun Club in Swope, Virginia. And then we have All In for Scouting, the highlight fun night for games, raffle prizes, drinks, and great food. And that will be May 13th, 2022 at Brother Craft Brewing in Harrisonburg, Virginia. On June 3rd, 2022, we have the Friends of Scouting Luncheon, which our highlight is a themed Rise to the Challenge. And our speakers are Eagle Scouts, Tony Smith and Hunter Smith. Um, they both do a lot in Charlottesville and hopefully you all can join us at the Boar's Head. On August 15th is the Southern District Golf Tournament. The locations have changed to the Lexington Golf and Country Club. The annual Apple Harvest 5K Trail will be October 8th, 2022. Uh, it, it's an exclusive trail run that traverses over up and down hills and through several creeks with scenic views and will be at Camp Shenandoah. Finally, the Fall Harvest Dinner and Auction. Uh, the date and location is to be determined, but we will have over 300 live and silent auctions with food, drinks, and music. Please join us uh, at one of these events. They're fun, exciting, and everything benefits uh, our local scouting. Thank you, Sue. Um, and yeah, please definitely sign up for those. I think all of those have registrations available on the website, and if they don't, um, please reach out to either Sue or I, and we can get you in the right location um, to sign up for those. Okay, moving on. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Jefferson Historical Trail. Um, this is done by our council historian, Ray Azell. I always think these are really well put together, um, which I'm, I'm very appreciative that Ray has taken on that responsibility as our council historian and done a great job in these. Um, so this one starts out with about 1970, a Boy Scout historical hiking trail was established in Charlottesville, Virginia. The trail was established and maintained for a time by Troop Number 19, which was chartered to the St. Paul's Memorial Episcopal Church near the grounds of the University of Virginia. The troop no longer exists. Bernard Chamberlain, a former scoutmaster of Troop Number uh, 19, historian and member of the board of the Jefferson Historical Trail, was primarily responsible for the interception of the historical features along with the trail. Sorry, along with the, the historical trail. The trail covered 19 miles and extended from Ashlawn Highland, home of the President James Moore, Monticello, home of President Thomas Jefferson, and Carter Mountain Orchard, um, Machine Tavern, Abermore County Court Square, Charlottesville Wooden Mills, Stone CNO Railroad Bridge, and the relic um, Charlottesville and Abermore Power Plant ruins. A portion of the trail ran along an original trace of the Three Chop Road which was the primary overland route from Richmond to Stanton in the, um, in the 19th century and along the Riviana River. The trail um, terminated at the University of Virginia, a campsite even located across Moores Creek from the Albemarle Livestock Market that could be used by scouts hiking the trail. Trail patches and medals were available for the scouts who completed the hike from Former Charlottesville realtor Irving Brownfield, scouts were encouraged to trade the medal and the patch, but never sell them. The trail guide contained a summary of historical feature features and sites along the trail and a description of some of the significant history of the section of Armour County, 
providing an excellent history lessons to scouts and adults alike. An image of the Je Jefferson Historical Trail patch is below. Please contact Ray Azell, counselor historian, at his emails here if you have um, recollections of hiking this trail or camping at the campsite location. Um, it's really interesting that the campsite location actually was right across the, the street there. Um, the patch um, is is very interesting. It kind of it, it definitely uh, depicts what it, what it means um, to have gotten a lot of that history actually through that hike. But if you've ever done that, um, reach out to Ray Zell so you can collect a little bit of your um, your memories from that. The the bottom here um, talks about two events that we have coming up. Um, both of these have to deal with membership. The first one is on April second. Uh, this says units from. Monticello and Valley will be at the Crozet Tunnel handing out flashlights and providing recruitment information. Um, this will be both on the east and west end. Um, there is plenty of parking on the um, the west end and there'll be limited parking on the east end, but uh, don't let that hesitate you coming out and or inviting families to come out. Also, if you've never done the tunnel, um, the tunnel is a great uh, event to do with your family. It's not very long. Um, and it's pretty accessible, um, especially on that day, it'll be very accessible. Um, but please come on out and we will be handing out things and we will be trying to get kids into our program, which is even better. Um, the second thing here on the very bottom, it talks about uh, April 23rd, Rockingham County will have a kids fishing day. There's always hundreds of kids that show up to that. It'll be at Painter's Pond in Massanutten. Scouters will support the event and provide recruiting information. Um, and that is going to be handled by the Mass Nutton District's um, membership team. And we are very excited to do that. Awesome. And to kind of go along with uh, fishing, you know, on the next page, on page six, there is information and an opportunity uh, to be a certified uh, angling instructor, which is being hosted by our council this year. We've been trying to make this happen for a while now, and we are excited to finally bring it to our council. This course is designed to teach scouters and scouts how to teach youth to fish. It isn't required to be a merit badge counselor or to help out Cub Scouts with fishing, but it certainly does help. It is an official BSA train the trainer course, and it is a fun time. This will also be a hybrid course with the classroom portion taking place online over one or two days that we are working on scheduling. Then we will head out to Camp Shenandoah on May 14th to the 15th for the practical portion where we will do some hands-on activities and cover some of the more advanced things not in the curriculum. No previous fishing experience is necessary. We will welcome those who have never had a rod in their hand all the way up to Kevin Van Dam. I don't know. Be a great fisher. I have no clue. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna so Google him right now. Fisher. I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> Got it. Okay, thank you. That's good clarification. The cost of the course is $70 and that covers your food and lodging at camp as well as the materials we will be using. Sign up is on the council webpage backslash CAI. We will start early on the 14th. So if you want to head out on the 13th, that is fine, but there will be no programming or meals provided for that evening or breakfast Saturday morning. So uh, if you go straight to the homepage of our council um, in the, the border that rotates, you will be able to see a direct link for this particular um, course. So I encourage you to take time and sign up for it. Another course uh, that we have taking place is the Virginia Headwaters Council Shooting Sports 
committee is hosting the NRA Basic Rifle and Basic Shotgun course on March 5th through the 6th. That is this weekend. The course teaches the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude necessary for owning and using a rifle or shotgun safely. These courses will, be, will emphasize firearm safety, uh, rifle shotgun parts and operation, ammunition and shooting fundamentals. Any registered scout scatter over the age of 13 is eligible to attend. These classes are required for anyone wanting to work on the shooting sports staff at Camp Shenandoah and are prerequisite for those interested on, on becoming uh, an NRA instructor. Classroom portion is March 5th. 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Classroom and optional live fire range time is March 6, 9 a.m. to completion. Cost is $45 plus additional fee for ammunition. Registration closes midnight February 11th. It's already closed. For more information, if you want to hear about the next upcoming course, you can contact Andrew Campbell at 540-225-8885 or you can um, email him, which is part of the tributary and you can find that again on page six. Wonderful. Um, moving on to page seven here. Um, this has to do with our OA and another event coming up. So um, this is a message from the Shenandoah Lodge 258 Order of the Arrow. Shenandoah Lodge is in the middle of camp promotions and unit election season. Scoutmasters and crew advisors, if you have not already responded to the email about your unit election, please do so as soon as possible. The CPUEs will only be available until April. Shenandoah Spring Fellowship is coming up March 25th to the 27th with registration set to open soon on the Lodge's website. We will primarily be focused on conclave preparation. So if you are planning to attend conclave, we would greatly appreciate you coming to Spring Fellowship as well. Conclave will be April 29th through May 1st with Shenandoah Lodge hosting at Camp Shenandoah. We would ask that any and all OA members participate in conclave. Not only do we need all hands on deck for hosting the event, conclave is one of the best experiences in order. Uh, in the order and to have it at Camp Shenandoah is an experience like no other. Registration for those two events can be found online at shenandoahlodge.org forward slash calendar. Um, that is from our uh, Lodge Chief, Donathan uh, Linebrink. I would also echo here that um, Jeff Holsinger, who is doing a lot for our, our council in regards to Conclave last night, did talk about how it... Um, Conclave can also be a good promotion for our camp, and we typically see an uptick in registration the following year after having it being at our camp. Um, one, it's because we have a really good program and we like to put it on well, um, but two, it's because of the fun that they'll have out there um, and hope that it comes back to their unit. And so if you are part of the order and you have not registered for Conclave, this will be my pitch to you um, to go ahead and do that. I signed up. It'll be my very first conclave that I'll ever have attended, um, even though I have been in the order since 2012. So I'm very excited for it. Um, the next part of this page is about NYLT, the National Youth Leadership Training, um, which we will have here at Camp Shenandoah uh, from January 31st to August 6th. Uh, registration is open. NYLT is an exciting, action-packed program designed for councils to provide youth members with leadership skills and experience they can use in their home troops and other situations demanding leadership of self and others. The NYLT course centers around the concepts of what a leader must be and what a leader must know and what a leader must do. The elements, the key elements are then taught with a clear focus on how to. The skills come alive during the week as a patrol goes on a quest for the meaning 
of leadership. MLT is a six-day course. Content is delivered in a troop and patrol outdoor setting with an emphasis on immediate application of learning in a fun environment. Uh, interconnecting concepts and work for uh, with processes are introduced early, built upon, and added um, by the mem- by the use of memory aids, which allow participants to understand and employ the leadership skills much faster. For more information, please contact James Kinder at kinderfarms at gmail.com. His number is also here on the tributary. Um, and uh, James Kinder has been around a lot to a lot of uh, roundtables and a lot of events. Um, so if you've not seen him, contact him and ask him about this. I know he's also still looking for staff for it. Um, they are trying to do a linked troop model for NYLT this year, which means he does need female leadership um, to be involved in here. And so if you know of any female scouts that would, would like to do that as a leadership role, please reach out to him. The very last thing on this page, uh, Cindy put on here, happy St. Patrick's Day, because that'll be coming up soon. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. I think that is a Thursday this year. Uh, So on to page eight, uh, we start off with the uh, talking about the council contingent information um, that will be out next month for the National Jamboree uh, taking place in 2023 with the theme forward. Uh, Again, it'll be July 19th through the 28th, uh, 2023 at Summit Bechtel Reserve in West Virginia. A jamboree is more than a destination. It's the adventure of a lifetime and there is simply nothing else like it on the planet. What's a jamboree? It's not camp. National Jamboree is 360 degrees of fun, friends and fellowship with hands-on adventure that takes you places you never thought you'd go and challenge you to try things you never thought you could. It's the beginning of our own hero's journey that will challenge you to go farther than you ever thought possible. You'll reach deeper and lift yourself higher to become the best version of yourself. So look for more information on the National Jamboree in next month's issue. On to the Valley District. Uh, The Valley District is looking for volunteers. They are planning a District Pinewood Derby scheduled for April 12th. Details are still being worked out, so keep an eye on your email. We need racers and scouts to help us run the race. We are also looking for volunteers to help with Twilight Camp. We are looking for administrative roles, area leaders, and den walkers. Let Let Josh or Liz know if you are interested. We are also looking for help on the district committee. It is crossover season and we could use help transitioning our Arrow of Light Scouts into their troops. Come share your ideas with our membership committee. And are you that type of person who dots their I's and crosses their T's? Then you might enjoy assisting our training committee. Whatever your passion, we have a way you can help. Reach out to Josh or Tom for more information. Finally, Scouts, the Order of the Arrow also needs your support. We need youth to help with unit elections and someone to represent the district at LEC meetings and provide monthly district meetings to keep the district informed. If you are interested, please contact Mrs. Harmon. Josh, I almost think you should have read that, but it was part of the page eight, so I apologize. No, it is perfectly fine. Um, I will say that on the District Pinewood Derby, we believed it was on April 12th. I know that date is changing, um, so be on the lookout for that. But that'll be open to the whole council as well. Um, so any youth that made a car this year that would like to have an opportunity to race it again um, will have that opportunity. Um, moving on to Mass Nutton District, 
Uh, we had a recognition dinner last night, which was great. And I think that's probably how he starts us off. He does. When the newsletter goes out, our district recognition dinner will be only a day away, um, which was the day yesterday. Um, we will be celebrating the achievements of our Eagle Scouts from 2020 and 2021, as well as the efforts of our outstanding volunteers. We're looking forward to seeing everyone there. Uh, we had a great turnout last night, and I'm very thankful to um, some of the people even in the community that came out to specifically honor our Eagle Scouts and give them something. Um, we are currently planning on our fundra uh, for our fundraising event that will be going, we'll be doing in coordination with Valley District, the all-in for scouting. This will be a casino night at Three Brothers Brewing in, on May 13th. These will not be cash games. It will be all for fun, but there will be a drawing at the end of the evening and we will recognize the top chip holders. Look for more information on this event as we push out the information and make sure to invite others. It is going to be a fun time and all uh, and all to sporting scouting. Troops need to make sure that they schedule their CPUE visits. Even if they do not have any eligible use for OA membership, please schedule a visit so that the lodge can promote Camp Shenandoah. The Massanutten District will be participating in two events coming up soon. On April 9th, we will be taking part in Harrisburg's Black Run Cleanup Day. This is an annual event where the community comes out and helps clean up areas of Black's Run and having scouts participating and a great opportunity for service and to show the community that we are still here. A sign-up uh, form will be sent out for that soon. The other event in the Rockingham County's kids uh, will be Rockingham County's Kids Fishing Day, which I already talked about, but we will be looking for some adult volunteers to assist in this event where over 300 kids from across the county will visit Massanutten to fish in their stocked pond. We are also planning on having promotional and recruiting material available for the families. If you're interested in helping, please email Matt Philippi. Um, we will look forward to seeing you and your units out as soon as the weather warms up. Um, yes, please. The Black Run Cleanup Day is, is going to be a great thing. That is a river that currently runs through Harrisonburg um, that over the years has had a lot of pollution get in, go into it. Um, and every year they, they go to clean it up and the district has registered this year. So please, um, Matt has filled out a form and has been sent out to all the units. If you want to participate in that, um, make sure you reach out to Matt Philippi so he can get you signed up and we can do that as a district. Um, he also highlighted a scouter in our area, Roger Falwell. Roger Falwell is the scoutmaster of Troop 48 in Mount Crawford. He has served as a leader while his son was in the Cub Scout Pack in Pack 38 and then moved into the troop leadership after he crossed over. He, he, uh, he's been an active leader and is a familiar site at roundtables each month. He is a U.S. Army veteran and currently works as, at the Waynesboro Food Lion, just a stone's throw away from the council office. We are happy to have him as part of our district and looks forward to seeing more growth and excitement out of Troop 48, where he has done a great job, and we are excited to have him as one of our volunteers. Awesome. Lots of stuff going on in Massanutten. Pretty exciting. On to page 10, uh, all about the Monticello district. And the first piece is highlighting the Monticello Arrow of Lights, highlighting a Monticello Arrow of Light uh, winner for a patch design contest. And so the our commitment to diversity is actually council-wide, uh, but it was a local scout um, that submitted the drawing in ones. And so the diversity, the council diversity committee goes on to say, congratulations to Arrow of Light Scout Brady Sowers of PAC 79 for his winning design for Virginia Headwaters Council's commitment to diversity patch. 
Brady will get to celebrate his accomplishment with a free week at summer camp. The patches have arrived at the scout shop and are ready to be earned by any scout who completes the requirements. The patch requirements invite scouts and adult leaders to earn a certain adventure loop or merit badge appropriate for their rank attend a cultural event different from their own and share with another scout or family their own unique stories and histories. Older scouts are also asked to research the impact of music, art, food, or sports from a different culture in the United States. Another requirement as scouts to report on one person who has affected change in the world with a point of view, experience, background, or orientation that is not their own. Full requirements for the commitment to diversity patch can be found at our council website. Uh, backslash diversity and there's a picture of Brady Sowers holding up his design with the actual patch on his uniform. Next with the Monticello district, uh, Ed would like to say that scouting would not be possible without dedicated volunteers like you. Thank you very much for the time and energy that you contribute to the program. Please help us recognize those outstanding volunteers that have given so much to our youth in 2021 by nominating them for one of the awards. And Ed goes on to list some of these award opportunities. Um, although I think the deadline, oh no, there's still opportunity. Every pack troop and crew should nominate a scouter or volunteer for the unit scouter of the year award. This award can be presented to a person, a couple, a business, or whomever the unit feels has provided noteworthy service. The award can be given to someone who is not a registered leader. Any individual or group who has shown extraordinary scouting spirit over the past year should be nominated for a Spirit of Scouting Award. Units also have the opportunity to recognize outstanding youth with the Monticello District's Outstanding Scouts of the Year Award. This award is presented to outstanding youth who have demonstrated scout spirit and service to their community, church, or their unit. At least one award is given at each level, Cub Scouts, Scouts BSA, and Venturing. Finally, Scouts BSA units can nominate Eagle Scouts uh, for their Monticello District Outstanding Eagle Scout Project of the Year. You can get more information on our awards, including online nomination forms, at the Monticello uh, District page on our website. The deadline for nomination for the Unit Scouter of the Year Award is March 31st. All other award nominations are due March 20th. All winners will be recognized at our award dinner in Monticello District Roundtable on May 5th. We go on from the Monticello District to the Southern District is page 11. Um, we go on first to really highlight a lot about the Moose Camporee. As a campfire begins to settle after the skits and songs from the units, the Order of the Arrow has completed their call out and the flag has been retired. The Southern District Moose Campery comes to a close. Our last campery was held in 2019 and due to the complications of the health issues experienced over the last two years, the Southern District Committee made the decision to end the Moose Campery. Where we do start to thank those who made this adventure possible. Uh, first, the Covington Moose Lodge. What do we say there? They actually started the campery themselves uh, and we were there to help. Then at number 12, the district was asked to take the leadership role and they would support, uh, they would support and support they did from cooking food to providing transportation, left nothing at home, asked a moose member and everything else you could possibly think of. And of course there was Buckhead and BA. We will never forget them and we'll hold them in our scouting hearts. They were our moose committee and they were always there and they will always support the scouting program. To all the thousands of scouts and troops we have enjoyed over the 30 years, thank you. To the volunteers who have 
helped over the years, the Merit Badge Counselors, Mini Moose Leadership, the offsite locations that volunteered their businesses and schools to conduct classes. Thank you to everybody who have left out. And we know there are, there are some, our thanks go out to you because you could not have been as successful without you and your support. There will be another campery, maybe at camp or at council campery, but there will never be another moose. Yours in scouting the Southern District. Uh, they go on to give some dates. The March Roundtable is tonight, March 3rd at 7 p.m. at the Sharon Senior Center. And the district committee meetings, uh, the next one is March 16th at 7 p.m. at the Lexington Presbyterian Church. And then finally, or not finally, um, but they go on to mention the Southern District Golf Tournament. Due to the closing of Vista Links Golf Course, the Southern District Golf Tournament will be held at the Lexington Golf and Country Club on August 15th, 2022. Mark your Monday off with, from work for golf. More information to follow. And finally, we recognize um, a district scouter. Do you know the Southern District Scouter? Uh, district membership chair, scoutmaster, troop 92, the only female troop in the district, and father of two Eagle Scouts, that's Quinton Beach. He is crew advisor for crew 29, committee chair for PAC 29, and supports troop 29. He's a retired army colonel and Eagle Scout. Uh, Quinton and Carrie are the parents of five children. He also has a brother who holds the Eagle Scout rank, and Quinton, I must add on to this, is the, yes, he's the district membership chair. So we did mention that at the beginning, but we are so excited to have him as part of our membership a committee and team on the council level. Thank you, Sue, um, for both those reports from Monticello and Southern. Um, so the next page, I always, I, I really just want, I'm mean, one of these days, Listeners, we're gonna add in some drum roll, um, but today we're not. Um, Wait, but one are day, are we gonna sing come. songs one day? I, uh, you know, I think it's today. Oh no, I think it's out of the promotion. Oh, oh no. no, okay, but it's okay, it's okay, it's still gonna be there. It's still, I will still add it in for those of you listening. I, uh, if you read the tributary, my one favorite part they took out of the tributary. Um, and so I've got to add it back in, at least for my listeners. If you be, have song recommendations, please let us know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Sue can sing them next. Sue can sing them next month for <laughs> the Hobo Camp. Um, on page twelve, we are coming here uh, to talk about Camp Shenandoah uh, and registrations. It, it says, "Are you with us at uh, your Camp Shenandoah this summer?" They talk about the things that we have we are doing and or will be there. So refreshed aquatics area. Yes, the lake will be full. Several people are, are worried about that. The lake is filling definitely at, at a good rate because we still have to cut it all the time. So do not be worried about the lake being full. Um, it is it is definitely there. We have plenty of experts that have their eyes on that. Um, new trail to Eagle area for several Eagle required merit badges. New hillside range at shooting sports, which looks phenomenal. Um, and I'm glad that that's fully opened now. Expanded first year Timber Mountain program, which we think is, is probably the pivotal part of our camp, is our Timber Mountain program. Uh, I, I know lots of scouts that actually enjoy that. Uh, new Shenandoah Olympic activities. Um, 
I hope that uh, disc golf is back. Um, I've read this so many times that I, I remember like the key things that I wanted to do while at camp um, this summer. Uh, chalk ball, muzzle load, climbing wall, uh, sailing, water, uh, white water, nature hikes, and more will all be there this summer. Um, we Below's will be four days and three nights of adventure and fun just for you. Your camp and your council need your support to keep Shenandoah the sought-after destination for a safe, high-quality, and fun outdoor experience. Visit CampShenandoah.org today and register. Um, they go on to talk about a little bit about staffing. Um, it says, we are hiring, now interviewing for lifeguards, office clerk, head cook, and kitchen staff. Also, welcome to apply um, our counselors in training, CITs, which are ages 14 to 15, and junior staff, ages 16 to 17. Youth, um, uh, sorry, in the 16 to 17 years old, um, and they must be uh, youth. Uh, they do not have to be registered in a unit. That is a big thing. Um, if you have interest in working at camp, you do not have to be registered in a unit, but please reach out um, to either Scott Lancey, our program director, or um, you can apply on campshandoa.org. The, they continue to talk about uh, that we're hosting Conclave. It's just because it's a really big event at Camp Shenandoah on this page. And so it talks about going to the Shenandoah, uh, shenandoahlodge.org and, and registering for that. Um, their theme for this year is a leap forward. Uh, sorry, a leap toward tomorrow. Um, the, the other part of this uh, page talks about Beaver Days. If you don't know what a Beaver Day is, um, it is a day that we go out and we clean up and improve camp um, with help of the ranger because he has plenty of projects for us to be able to do. Um, usually they're great days. If you, if you have any form or skills and you want to be out there and helping out at camp, um, they're not usually that long. They, they usually start in the morning and, and will go till around noon. Um, but this one, there are three coming up, uh, two on Saturday, one on a Sunday. The first one's March 12th. Uh, the second one is March 26th, and those both start at 9 a.m., and then the one on Sunday, April 3rd, will be beginning at 12 p.m. Uh, this will not only help us to get ready for Conclave, but this will also help us get ready for summer camp um, and make sure our camp is at its right capacity because singing is coming back to Camp Shenandoah this summer. I have to say it. It is like the most exciting part, and I, I you know, I, I am very thankful to Cindy Zolman who puts this together, and for Scott Lancey for putting stuff in for Camp Shenandoah. I'm not gonna say anything to them except I would kind of hope that singing, you know, it comes back. But that's okay. It will be at Camp Shenandoah this summer. You will hear me singing. Um, Maybe if you don't want to, I don't know, but well, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be there. Song singing. suggestions. Uh, yeah, I want. I want to know. Is there shot. any? Is there any song out there? um that anybody really likes uh we have a wide variety of people that listen to this podcast um from many different councils as it seems um so please please reach out to us tell us what your favorite song is at camp yeah and we will share it and yeah. we will share who submitted it yeah yeah we don't have so, to if you don't if you want to be anonymous you're more than welcome to be anonymous that's right all right on to page 13 and this page is all about the World Scouting Jamboree. And registration is now open for the, um, the 25th World Scout Jamboree that's going to be held in South Korea. It goes on to say, think back to the year 2019, UVA won the NCAA Men's Basketball National Championship. The Nationals won the Baseball World Series and Virginia's Camille Shearer won the Miss America competition. What a fantastic year for our state and region. 
Another major accomplishment of 2019 was the 24th World Scout Jamboree, which took place at the Summit Bechtel Reserve in West Virginia. Scouts from our council participated in this jamboree and went on a day trip to see in action over 40,000 scouts from 150 countries. The Virginia Headwaters Council connected further to this international gathering by hosting contingents from Brazil and Sweden at Camp Shenandoah prior to the jamboree's opening. Our scouts and leaders met counterparts from numerous countries and cultures, an exciting opportunity that comes only once every four years. Uh, you can click on the blog um, from the Scouting Magazine in the tributary. It goes on to say the World Scout Jamboree happens again every four years and youth applications are now being accepted for the next Jamboree in, I'm gonna mess this up, Semangium, South Korea from August 1st through 12th, 2023. Just over 500 Scouts from the United States will participate. This is a fantastic opportunity that only comes around once during a Scouts time in Scouts BSA. Eligible Scouts must be at least 14 years old by the first day of the Jamboree and have not yet turned 18 by the conclusion. Scouts prior to the official start of the Jamboree will visit historical sites, hike in national parks, experience Korean food, and meet with local Scouts. A highly informative article on, at Brian on Scouting shared, on some days, units will participate in Jamboree programs together. On others, Scouts will be free to explore the Jamboree on their own, visiting areas like the Global Development Village, Faiths and Beliefs, Better World Tent, and displays put on by each of the 170 plus National Scout organizations participating in the Jamboree. Make a point to read the Brian on Scouting article and visit the official 2023 World Scout Jamboree USA contingent website to learn more and apply to participate. Approximately 50% of the spots have already been filled. So please don't delay sharing this opportunity with members of your troop. In addition to these resources, those who would like to learn more are welcome to contact Damon Irby at irby at virginia.edu. The Virginia Headwaters Council World Scout Jamboree webpage can be found on our council website. And then finally, World Scout Jamboree uh, South Korea registration is open and it talks about a little bit more of the details. Approximate travel period is July 26th through August 13th, 2023. Again, age of eligibility 14 years old by the start and less than 18 by the Jamboree conclusion. The cost, $6,100. Start saving and fundraising. This is very easy to accomplish if your scout does popcorn and peanuts. Your whole unit does not need to participate in popcorn and peanuts, um, but your scout can. Application deadline, once the 500 spaces have been filled, again, half remain as of January 5th, 2020. And finally, visit Brian on Scouting to learn all about this exciting opportunity and you can contact Damon Irby uh, for more information. We'll say I, I think that Damon Irby's kids are able to go strictly because of popcorn and peanuts. Um, at least that's what's allowing them to go and not have to pay a lot out of pocket. Um, which not is anything out of pocket. Correct, which it's is all great. From popcorn and peanuts. Yep. And so I suggest that uh, that is a, a good a good fundraiser to do. Um, that will be coming back up here soon. And so please look out for information on that probably in the next two months. Um, the, the last page here was a page that was missed out of the original tributary that was sent out to everyone. Um, but this talks about the outdoor school, um, 
outdoor training school that will be coming to Camp Shenandoah from the from April 2nd to April 3rd. Registration is $20. Um, and there's also course specific costs depending on the course. Individual class schedules will be provided after registration, including packing list and additional details. Due to state mandate group size limits, all classes will be limited to registration availability. The limit is currently 25 for outdoor programs, but may change at the time. No walk-in registrations available. This will be a big thing. I've been telling a lot of people this. Um, you will start to see this probably more often, um, not only from our council, but from events like this, where there'll be no walk-in registrations available. Um, it is very hard to plan, a, a, especially a training course where there's material um, provided if we do not know who is um, wanting to come prior to it. Um, the op uh, options that are going to be there are BALU and IOLS. BALU stands for Basic Adult Leadership Outdoor Orientation. BALU is uh, geared to help prepare any cub leader for a pack camp out. This one and a half day course um, plus prerequisites is designed as an introduction to the Cub Scout Outdoor Program. Every pack is required to have at least one BALU trained leader for overnight campouts, including Weeblow's Den Overnighters prerequisites to be completed before the weekend throughout uh, through MyDot Scouting. They're online uh, modules that need to be completed. IOLS uh, stands for Introduction to Outdoor Leadership Skills. Uh, IOLS is a hands-on course that provides adult leaders uh, the practical outdoor skills they need to lead scouts in the outdoors and tackle most of uh, most scouts through first class requirements. IOLS is required is a required course for any registered scoutmaster slash assistant scoutmaster to be considered a trained leader. Um, I highly recommend that um, either one of those uh, trainings, if you're in the pack or in the troop, please try to attend those. Um, any of that information can be found at vhacbsa.org uh, slash outdoor school. Um, this also talks about this is typically an overnight camping activity. However, due to COVID-19 restrictions and new policy changes for camping, overnight camping is not required. It's not a requirement for the outdoor school. This is a national policy. All participants are welcome to stay at camp in their own tent. There's plenty of space for everyone. In addition, no food will be provided for the program. That's why we kept the cost down. And each participant must provide and cook their own meals, but there will be probably some sharing of that um, in those campsites. So you will not be alone. Um, if you don't want to be um, the other thing I do want to mention is March 19th through March 20th, because this registration is still alive. It's not on there um, is the American Red Cross Wilderness and Remote First Aid course um, that could be found on our website underneath the resources tab, as long as 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 well as the outdoor school um, link. Um, but this is going to be done by Jay Fox, one of the instructors. Uh, you also have the option and why I say this, because you have, uh, this is the important part. Um, is not only can you become um, American Red Cross Wilderness Remote First Aid certified, um, but you also, this is also an opportunity for CPR and AED class if anybody needed to take that. Um, some work, some um, work environments require that. Uh, and it's also a good course to have if you've never done it. Um, so that can also be done at that time and registration is live for that on our website. Awesome. Yeah, and also the tributary, it was a 13-page document. It is now a 14-page document because it includes the Baloo and IOLS uh, information that Josh just read. Yep. And then yep. I just kind of, can I add just one additional thing? This is not in the tributary, um, but it was discussed recently. We want your ideas on how uh, to keep scouting thrifty. We want to be able to share this with other packs, troops, and crews. 
you know, we hear of units passing down neckerchiefs and hats as youth age and Cub Scouts. And then we also know of troops that give new scouts a handbook. Uh, some units don't even charge membership fees with success in popcorn and peanuts. Uh, we wanna hear some of the ways your units save um, in scouting. And if you could share that uh, with me, that would be great. You can email me at susan.hart at scouting.org. Sorry, just to add that quick piece. No, that's great. Um, so I know that this is a long one. I appreciate all of our listeners for being here with us today and listening to us. If you are here in the Virginia Headwaters Council or if you'd like to attend, do not forget to register for the Virginia Headwaters 2021 Honors. That is our next big event that is coming up. Um, and we like to have that room as packed as we can to honor the people that um, put a lot of time into scouting. So as always, thank you um, and keep scouting on. Thank you, everybody.